Conflicts in the workplace? How about some management strategies that work? Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio. Today's theme, management strategies that work. Hey, this is Daniel Laxton's. And this is Leah Laxton's. And this is the Dream Job Radio Show. Presented by 30careers.com. Today we have a special guest, Ann Pritchard Grady. Yeah, and remember, we have a lot of exciting changes coming to Dream Job Radio. As a matter of fact, we'll be moving to a new website, dreamjobradio.tv. So be sure to bookmark that page. The iTunes link will stay the same. And, you know, you can still go to 30careers.com and click on Dream Job Radio, and it'll take you there. Now, if you have any questions or comments on what's coming up uh, next week, please go to dreamjobradio.tv. And then you can leave a comment or a question for us, and we may even bring it up on the show next week. That's right. We'd like to introduce our special guest, Ann Pritchard Grady. She's the founder of Acclivity Performance. She's been a professional speaker, facilitator, consultant, and coach for professionals and executives for over a decade. Anne has worked with hundreds of organizations in her career, helping them better understand how to maximize the most expensive and precious resource they have, which is people. She's also an accomplished keynote speaker. So we're very excited with all the good information. Anne, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And you have a wide range of management experience, but what we really want to know is, what is acclivity performance? Well, acclivity means growth. It means ascent. And so that's really what the company does. It focuses on helping individuals and organizations really identify what they're doing well and helps them leverage that and then helps them figure out where the gaps are between where they are and where they want to be and really creating a plan to, to get there and accomplish their goals. That's fantastic. Well, I'm sure that you see in your work with Acclivity all types of business situations in different workplaces. Uh, what do you think when looking and analyzing some of the biggest mistakes that you see being made by, I guess, upper management? Well, you know, when it, when it comes to leadership or, or management, a lot of people think that the industry impacts it or the type of business. And you know, in over 15 years of doing this, I have found that whether it's a government agency or a nonprofit or a privately held organization, the management and leadership challenges are generally the same because people challenges are people challenges. And so there's a few mistakes that are pretty common. Um, I think the biggest is trying to manage or lead people like you want to be managed or led. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're always taught the golden rule and treat others like you want to be treated, but the problem is that everybody's motivated differently. Everybody has different ways that they communicate. Everybody has a different frame of reference. So when you try to approach everybody and manage them like you would want to be managed, you really end up missing a bunch of opportunities to be successful. So that's definitely a large one. That's excellent. Do you, would you say then there's so different personalities? I, I know that maybe when you're um, sometimes when you, they're all in one person. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's interesting is you always say, well, if uh, if you're really close to a person, they never fight. But the truth is, is, some of the biggest fights that we have are with our family. So even with inside a family circle, uh, there's different personalities and different ways of treating maybe our kids. And things. is that maybe the direction that you go with with uh, explaining that to people? Yeah, I do a lot of work with behavior styles. 
so, you know, it's not not your typical Myers-Briggs or DISC type information, but it's really understanding that people respond better and are more receptive when they feel like you're communicating in their comfort zone. And so if you take some time to understand each of the different styles and their strengths and their drawbacks and how they each operate under stress and pressure and how they each manage productivity and leadership and communication, and you can get a much better understanding of how to start identifying those styles in people and then consciously modifying the way you approach them. So it's certainly not mind reading, but it is really getting a pulse on what's driving someone's behavior. Every behavior has a reason. And we all do things for our reasons, not, you know, not yours. So the mm-hmm. real trick is trying to understand why people do what they do so that you can create a situation that helps both people get where they want to go. And it's no longer, uh, you know, a conflict. It's, it's more a strategy. How, how many different personality types do you think uh, or do you focus on or can a person focus on? Well, so there's different models, but it all really goes back to Carl Jung and Jungian psychology. And if you, you know, look at, at big picture, there's really four predominant styles, and every assessment has different names for them. Um, but you've usually got a dominant personality, someone who's very fast-paced and takes control, not very detail-oriented, very big picture. You've usually got someone who is more emotional and communicative and spontaneous, uh, likes to share a lot of information and talk a lot. You've mm-hmm. usually got a group of folks who are very sweet and kind and patient and loyal and, you know, never want to have conflict or confrontation, but are great, you know, very hard workers, want to do everything they can to be part of the team. And then you've usually got a style that's more of the analytical, uh, very methodical, dot the I's, cross the T's, make sure everything is in its place, not a whole lot of gray, more black and white thinking. Numbers guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more detail-oriented. Mm-hmm. So, so really, the, way, the oh, way a manager approaches, you know, each person will really impact the type of response they get. And so if you've got a very direct, um, assertive manager and you've got a very sweet and kind employee, there can be a variety of communication, conflict, relationship issues that simply could be eliminated if they understood each other a little more. Mm-hmm. So really it's key, I guess, in the company culture for uh, the managers to really have a, at least some knowledge of those personality styles so that they don't do, like you said earlier, just apply the golden rule and, and maybe treat someone uh, you know, in a way that's not going to motivate. Well, absolutely. That's a huge component. But you know, going back to the word you said, culture is so important. And I think a lot of companies miss the boat because they start spending time on motivating employees and creating that climate of communication when the very first step is really identifying where you want to be and defining success and giving the team some parameters of, of what behavior is appropriate in order to get there. So what are the values and you know what are the criteria that you need to meet in order to be successful? And then at that point, leaders need the training and development on how to effectively grow and lead people. Most managers get promoted because they're good at their job. But the mm-hmm. problem with that is the skills that allow you to be good at your job don't necessarily translate into making you an effective manager. Exactly. So, so um, am I to presume then, if we're dealing with someone that is more of the analytical or numbers guys, I, I know that we've dealt with people like that before, and we could make them feel really comfortable 
when we pointed out that, hey, and by the way, I, I noticed these, um, uh, the numbers here, or this is going to work out just fine because of this, this, and this. And once they saw that, they felt relieved. Uh, whereas, whereas another person, if they're more uh, sensitive, I think you mentioned the second second case was more sensitive. Then, if you can spend a little more time, uh, maybe with emotional um, support, that would help that individual. Where the, the first person you, you talked about, they don't need any emotional support whatsoever. You can just be really short and direct to the point, and they're going to be happy. Is that is that kind of? Uh... Yeah, exactly. If if I know that somebody is likes to be really autonomous and wants control, the fastest way to demotivate them is to just try to micromanage them and take away their autonomy. Whereas if there's somebody else who needs and wants a lot of direction, if I'm operating on that same assumption and say, well, I just, you know, run with it, that creates a bunch of anxiety for them and they're not mm -hmm. able to meet the performance expectations. So it really impacts every aspect of relationships from siblings to marriage to the workplace relationships. Wow. Mm -hmm. And we know that sometimes there are just difficult people and like we've been talking about the personalities, <laughs> some personalities just don't, you know, click so well. So do you have any advice on how to deal with either difficult employees or even uh, maybe difficult coworkers or managers? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my biggest piece of advice would be try to get it right rather than be right. Mm -hmm. um, I think most of us, you know, intellectually would say, well, sure, I, w I want to get it right. But we usually mean as long as I get to be right in the process. Mm -hmm. And so it's, when, when you go back to the very basic foundation, what's the goal? You know, what are we trying to accomplish? And is what I'm doing getting me closer to it? And so sometimes in an effort to try to be right, we end up failing to meet the goal because we get caught up in ego. And so sometimes you just really have to focus on the goal and, and not worry about who, why it's fair or not fair that you should have to, to shift or modify. It just kind of is what it is. Mm -hmm. You're listening to the Dream Job Radio Show. Our special guest is Ann Pritchard-Grady. She's the owner of Acclivity Performance. And uh, she's also a, she's a specialist when it comes to managing people. So um, what are some other things maybe that you've noticed uh, that maybe you could share with us that would help a manager in, in maybe dealing with, oh, situations that, that have come, come up for them that sure. might be listening? Well, I think a lot of people in management positions are afraid to appear uh, like they don't know what the answer is. And so rather than admit that they don't know, they you know try to do everything themselves. And I think... One of the things that makes someone a really great leader is the ability to ask questions, be curious, and listen. Um, you know, don't ever make the assumption that the people doing the job don't know the best approaches because they usually do. Mm -hmm. And I have found that people will really either rise or fall to meet your level of expectation. So you've got to be careful what that is. If you, you know, I, I'll never forget working at a large resort. There was a conversation around you know, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars around fixing the elevator systems because they appeared slow and they were impacting customer service ratings. And so an entire team of engineers and, you know, and, and folks were brought in to really figure out how do we revamp the entire elevator system. When we were all in the elevator and one of the housekeepers said, well, why don't we just get mirrors? 
and everybody stood kind of taken aback, and they didn't know what nice. to say. And, and she said, you know, well, because every time I've worked in a resort with mirrors, people just look at themselves. They don't really care how long the elevator ride is. You know, and it's like sometimes you really have to listen to the people doing the job and be curious and be open. Um, and that, that was free mean, advice. You didn't yeah. even have to hire a consultant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. She saved them hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> So sometimes you just really have to listen to people and clarify expectations and then leave them alone to let them accomplish the goal. Hire smart people that are the right fit for the job, give them the goal, give them the tools and resources they need to get there, and then give them the freedom to do it. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Well, we know that with Acclivity Performance, you do um, consulting and also a lot of public speaking for, uh, we mentioned your client list earlier or from the... uh, uh, your biography, it's really amazing, some of the fantastic groups that you've worked with. So how does that usually work? Like when you're um, in a group, do you kind of spend a little time first analyzing the company and then you do a presentation? Or uh, what's your usual uh, way that you do that? It's exactly that. You know, every every presentation depends on the audience. So while they all have similar elements, I really take time to try to understand what the specific strengths are of that organization because that means they're doing things right and we want to capitalize on that. And then is there anything that they want to be, uh, that they want to do better and that they want to improve? And usually there are things. So it's really crafting and customizing a presentation around that specific set of goals. So there's really not a cookie cutter approach. Mm-hmm. So it requires a lot of homework from you then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All good things take time. But, you know, what I have found, like I said earlier, it, people are people. And so regardless of industry, I think the biggest message is that, you know, whether you're dealing with Cranky Linda in accounting or mm-hmm. whether you're dealing with your boss or your spouse, you know, we really have to take ownership of what we can control. You know, my, my son is uh, eight years old and he's mentally ill. And we recently spent six and a half weeks in the hospital. Wow. In a, in a pediatric psych ward, and it was a real humbling experience. It, um, you know, I, I have been doing this for a long time, and so I've been teaching a lot of the same strategies, but they took on a whole different meaning when I had to practice them myself to survive. And so whether it's management or whether it's employees, the biggest lesson that I can impart is that while skills can make you great, it's your mindset that determines your result. And so most people think if they act and behave differently, they'll get a different result. But unfortunately, unless you support that with the mindset that you own it and good, bad, right, wrong, it is what it is and you can only control you, then you're really probably going to struggle. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, and I know speaking of that, um, you mentioned that with your son, that's a big challenge. Maybe for some of the entrepreneurs out there, you could talk a little bit about how your company has given you the freedom to, I guess, uh, be able to spend more time with him and, and I guess kind of work around that kind of a schedule. Yeah, it's ironic. You know, I've been a consultant for 12 years and have worked with another company. Um, and I was still an independent contractor. You know, I still kind of did everything on my own, but I had this almost, safety blanket of protection from another organization so you know the buck did not stop with me and I did that for a long time really wanting to go out on my own and I was just afraid Um, I was afraid of 
being responsible for everything. I was, you know, really just afraid of the overwhelming feeling of it. And then when we got back from the hospital, I realized if I could undergo six and a half weeks living at the Ronald McDonald house while my son was, you know, hospitalized, that I could do anything. So mm-hmm. I really just recently took the leap several months ago and business has been great and it's better than I thought it could be. The autonomy allows me the the freedom to make my schedule around him. So I'm able to really get him the help he needs. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, that seems like a big challenge, but that you've been able to not only meet the challenge, uh, but also, you know, that you've put yourself in the right circumstance to succeed. Yeah. And the, the thought that you're not only helping your own family, but you're helping so many other people out there. It's well, a good I'm feeling. Pretty, I'm pretty blessed to have a, a great husband and a, a beautiful daughter as well. And, you know, my son's doing so much better. So, you know, I, it's a really a good place, but I attribute it all to the concepts that I talk about, which is you have to choose happiness. You have to choose contentment. You have to choose motivation. You know, Zig Ziglar was famous for motivational speaking. And someone once said, hey, Zig, you know, motivation doesn't last. And he said, well, either does bathing. That's why I recommend you do it daily. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. So true. (laughs) You know, people wait for their spouse, their manager, their whoever to motivate them. And you can't light a spark in someone unless unless you have one already lit in you. So at some point you've got to take control of what you can. And that applies to leadership as well as communication and productivity and overall organizational success. And it certainly does help if you uh, try to put into practice what you learn every day. <laughs> yeah, and it helps. You know, you teach what you, you teach what you need to learn. So, I, you know, I absolutely benefit from hearing, hearing it firsthand every day. <laughs> so how can people find Ann Pritchard Grady? How can they learn more about you and what you do? Well, there's a couple ways. You can go to acclivityperformance.com, A-C-C-L-I-V-I-T-Y, performance.com. Um, you can reach out to me at Twitter, at Ann Pritchard, A-N-N-E-P-R-I-T-C-H-A-R-D. Uh, you can reach out on Facebook at Acclivity, or at Facebook slash Acclivity, and, uh, and find me there. So lots of, lots of ways to get in touch, but... Yeah, it's a it's a really fun way to, to observe and learn about the way people interact, and, and I'm pretty psyched that I've gotten to spend the last you know, 15, 20 years doing this. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, thank you so much for sharing some fantastic tips today with the audience, and uh, we look forward to talking with you more in the future. Yeah. yeah, my pleasure. Wish you guys the best of luck. Well, you're listening to the Dream Job Radio Show. Our special guest has been Ann Pritchard-Grady. She's the owner of Acclivity Performance. Uh, she's also a keynote speaker, and she is a management guru. <laughs> but we thank you so much for being on our show. All right. Thank you. Wow. Well, that was an excellent show. Absolutely. Thanks so much to Ann Pritchard-Grady, our fellow Austinite. Oh, yeah. She lives right here in Austin with us. That's right. For spending time, <laughs> for, uh, spending time with us today. <laughs> Well, hey, uh, who's coming up next week? Well, next week we have lifestyle entrepreneur Andy LaPointe. So a lot of people out there want to know, how can I run a business but also live in the Bahamas or 
travel overseas or do all the fun things that I want to do. Yeah, because most entrepreneurs are so busy they can't even sleep. That's right. So Andy has some tips on how he runs a very successful company from a remote location and basically gets it all done. So it's going to be great advice for all the entrepreneurs out there. So be sure to check out 30careers.com. And you can also go to dreamjobradio.tv and maybe leave a comment or a question. And we can uh, maybe... Yeah, read it on the show. And if you're listening to this in iTunes, please do us a favor. Click the review button and leave a review so that others can find our show as well, just like you did. So we thank you for all your support and for tuning in. Yeah, till next week, this is Daniel Laxton's. This is Leah Laxton's. And this is the Dream Job Radio Show. Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio.